welcome to today's podcast. It's Monday, June 20th. Holiday for many, federal holiday for many, many of the day off. I'm here, podcast studio, show on the radio coming up. Um, a quick visit with a guest of a place I passed hundreds of times as I lived downtown. And my mind had to make some changes as well. And I uh, did just that living downtown and I would see people who would be around the neighborhood. Um, I would look at these people who were without shelter differently from when I first arrived here in 2013 to before I left in 2018. Um, And as you'll hear Ann Ebert say, the director of Cherry Street Mission, uh, who's going to be our guest today, uh, it's it's not all... It's not one story, the one that you may may or may not think puts a person in a place where they're living on the streets. There could be an unimaginable amount of circumstances that puts that person there, especially over the last handful of years. And as financial, um, as the financial crucible becomes even more painful in hopefully just the next few months, not necessarily the next handful of years, too many people are just one terrible decision or and not of their own making um, from being on the street corners and needing the help of a place um, like Anne's Compassionate Cherry Street. So you might have heard about them in the news uh, recently for a couple of reasons. One, they just had their seven, 75th anniversary. They had an open house to celebrate that last week with some more events to come throughout the year. Um, and also uh, the Kahn family that was on Family Feud uh, they got very close with Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey is someone who had to deal, who dealt with homelessness. Um, that took the Kahan family back to their connection to Cherry Street, and I'll let Ann finish the rest of that story. Ann Ebert from Cherry Street Mission, so excited to have her on so she can change the way we think about that building and what they do and how maybe we can get involved and help them out. Thank you for taking the time. I know you have a, you've had a busy couple of weeks. Um, I yeah, did, always. I'm, I'm sure, they're all busy. I'm sure you weren't expecting to have some kind of like a few degrees of separation from Steve Harvey, right? Right. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, for, for those that don't know that, the, the tweet-length version of this is the Khan family, who was on Family Feud, had a great discussion with Steve Harvey. And uh, and Steve had told me that um, when I visited with him and the homelessness really struck him, and then they you wound up getting a check because of all that. Can you tell me your side of it? Sure. Um, the Khan family has been connected with Cherry Street Mission Ministries through a group called uh, F. Which stands for faith, fitness, and um, faith, fitness, and fun. I think. Anyway, it's a group of men that come and um, exercise with the men that live in our men's shelter uh, twice a week uh, at five thirty in the morning in the parking lot. And from that connection, uh, Mr. Khan is uh, that connection for us to F three. And then when they found out about Steve Harvey's um, homelessness and his heart for folks who are experiencing that, they immediately put two and two together and um, decided to offer some of their winnings to Cherry Street to just um, honor the, the gift that they've been given by the win. What uh, I know, I was speaking to Kelly, and she said the news just showed up here. Uh, what? How, yeah. 
How did you get the word? What was the first thing that popped in your mind? Because this is not a small sum of cash, and I'll get to where some of your funding comes from, but this was like big check stuff here. What was your first thought? I thought, what an amazing thing for uh, Cherry, Cherry Street to be on uh, somebody's first list of who they might like to give to. And also, what an amazing thing that it says about this family and the types of families that are raised up here in the Toledo region. Um, just such a generous heart and such a giving um, spirit towards people who are maybe less fortunate than themselves. And, um, and that's what we see every day at Cherry Street. Uh, people who do exceptionally generous things just out of the spirit of wanting to make sure other people are cared for. I forget if it was a, an article I was reading with your words or just the statement of Cherry Street Mission, uh, but something about like the community rallying. And it, it's obviously been a, a hairy couple of mm. years, and we we too often mm-hmm. see the, the worst in the world. But I've been here long enough to, to know now that when, when someone in our community needs help in some type of tragedy, like all that nonsense gets put aside and, and we rally and we help. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm sure you see much of the same, but that's why I wanted to have the, have you on so we get more people help out what you do. Absolutely. So for uh, Cherry Street, we've been here for 75 years. Uh, last week was our anniversary day, actually. And um, for 75 years, the people of the Toledo region have been saying, hey, we want to be able to care for people who are experiencing poverty and homelessness at the level um, that the individuals who use Cherry Street Services uh, need help. And so it's really just through the um, permission, I would say, of the people of Toledo that Cherry Street gets to exist because there are plenty of other communities out there in the United States that do not have the same generous um, desire. And that's one, one of the reasons, although there are many, many reasons, but that's one of the reasons why you see tent cities and people living under tarps on sidewalks that, that you do in other cities, but you don't really see that here in Toledo because people have just a gigantic, generous heart here. I want to ask you some of those, those basics and demographics and, and who you serve and how you serve them. And I'll, I'll keep us on time. Don't worry. But I want to hit you. With oh, no like, problem. I want to hit you with the one very hard question. And, and this is as hard hitting as I, I will get because I don't ask people okay. to, get, to get ambushed or anything. What really grinds your gears? What is uh, something mislabeled about what you do, who you serve, whether it's a comment somewhere or someone's opinion? If you could wave your hand and just get that person to understand. Yeah, I think if we could wave our hand and help people see a bigger picture, it would simply be to share the truth of where generational poverty comes from. Um, You know, it's um, one of the statements that people have in the back of their mind that they probably heard someone else say at some point in their life. So it's it's genuinely there from somewhere. is people should just pull themselves up by their bootstraps. And um, certainly in life, there are times where when somebody needs to just get on the stick and get moving, that's true. Typically, when an individual has um, come to the point where they're living in chronic homelessness or generational poverty, um, there is no um, boot let alone bootstraps, to pull themselves up by. 
And so the need to look at um, the individual as a complex scenario is really important for our community to understand. Um, and so if I could do away with one phrase, it probably would be the bootstraps phrase, mm-hmm. um, if that if that answers the question. For, for, for sure. No, absolutely. Um, it, it, it's, it's complex. Um, it's very complex. Especially with the last couple of years with more people than ever, especially with what's been going on medically. And even before the mm. COVID times, we have all gotten a, a medical bill because there was a number wrong on it on a code form and we're, we're seeing like a two thousand dollar bill but some people have right. been correctly billed that way and brought into financial ruin and like you talked about they might not have a a parent with a pension that might that might be able to help them out and before you know it it's either get this this health care thing taken care of or they're out on the street who, who most often do you serve is there a is it mostly men is it women who would be the the prototypical prototypical person that you have at the at the mission Yeah, that's a great question. So for Cherry Street Mission Ministries, we serve all adult, single men and women. Um, We have about uh, 70% of our population are men, and about 30% are women. And as far as age demographics, it spans the gamut pretty evenly, uh, believe it or not. About a third of individuals are 18 to 35 and about a third are 35 to 55, and then about a third are 55 and up. And when we say up, we really mean up, (laughs) because our oldest guest last year was 93 years old. And so we have a very, very broad uh, age range demographic, and um, we serve anyone that walks through the doors. I think that's one of the common myths at Cherry Street, or for Cherry Street in our community, um, there are people in our community that believe that to go to Cherry Street, you must um, practice a certain religion or uh, be a certain type of person. That's not true. Um, To be a guest at Cherry Street, you can be anyone. We serve all people. And um, we believe that um, by practicing our faith, which is the gospel of Christ, that we are doing the work that we're supposed to do, and that anyone who needs uh, care, needs food, needs shelter, needs a new education, uh, job um, training, uh, tutoring, uh, you name it, we pretty much produce it here. Um, everyone is invited and and invited to come in the doors. If I could ask quickly before I, I slide over to asking you, how do you rebuild this person that comes to your door? Do you know the, Do you know what yeah. causes the disparity between the men and the women? As as far as like more um, men than women. Yeah, uh, one of the things that is um, considered is that for a lot of adult women they are still connected to their children. Got it. So women with children uh, beside them would go to one of the family shelters in town. And so that that's one reason why women are not single and here at Cherry Street. 
That does not mean that they're not experiencing homelessness, however. That just means they're not here at Cherry Street. Sure. Um, the second is a little bit more complex. Uh, women have a tendency to form relationships that give them other options of places to live. And so relationally, women have aunts or moms or grandmas or sisters or friends that will allow them to stay. Um, they're insecure as far as their home situation, but they still have a roof over their head. And so that's a, that's a more complex scenario, but it's definitely one that's true. Woven into that um, in a more negative way are some of those women, will they, instead of coming to you, go to maybe domestic violence shelters or are they victims of human trafficking? Oh, sure. Um, So the YWCA in town is very, um, very pinpoint focused on domestic violence. Um, Matter of fact, we, uh, the, the YW is one of the places we refer people to. So many of our guests, men and women, honestly, uh, it's not exclusively a female scenario, um, are victims of domestic violence or trafficking. And so for women, we can refer them to the YW uh, for further programming and security. But I would, um, it it would not be an overestimate to say that probably 50% of the guests that live here at Cherry Street at some point in their lives, have had domestic violence a part of their history. You, uh, you stole one of my questions. I was going to ask if if you can't help a particular individual, um, what are some of the places that you would refer them to? I, I don't. We haven't talked about kids. Like I work with the Zeff Center, and I've gotten pretty close with safe, oh, yeah. with Safety Net, um, and they help runaway kids. Is, is that a place that you might refer to? And if there's any politics, yep. we can just avoid that. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, you know, one of the cool things about Cherry Street is we don't really do politics because everybody can play in our sandbox. Right. Good. <laughs> well, our, our end goal is always the um, guest or client, as some people will say. Um, anybody that uses services here at Cherry Street, we feel is a guest in our home. And so we would like to extend that invitation, you know, hospitality to people. Um, but if an individual comes into Cherry Street and there's somebody that is not in our client profile, either they're under 18 or um, they have kids um, or they're really medically fragile, uh, we have active referral um, uh, networks that we would send them to uh, so that they get the type of care that's best suited for them. And so we'll use the 211 system which is the coordinated entry system here in town, as well as we just have relationships with other providers that do similar things as we do, just with a different population. Sure. So we'll call to our other uh, friends in our industry, I guess that's what you can call us, um, to be able to get somebody to the right location. Of, uh, of all the people you serve, uh, and I won't hold you to this, but if you could just guesstimate, <laughs> what, what percentage of people are dealing with a, with a mental health issue? And that either put them directly in that situation that got them to your doorstep, or it has arisen because of their current situation? Yeah, that is a fabulous question. Um, in the United States, uh, they the frequent statement that you'll hear is that we really don't have a mental health care institutional system. And in reality, 
Um, that's not exactly a true statement. Uh, we have a mental institution system, and it consists of prison and homeless shelters. Um, what we don't have is a good mental health care system yeah. <laughs> or institutional system. Uh, early in the 80s, uh, many, not if not most, um, institutional um, buildings were closed uh, that provided long-term mental health care. Now, they were terrible. There is no doubt about that. Uh, many of them were doing very bad uh, work. It's like the stuff that we, we have seen in movies, like to your point. Yeah, exactly. A- asylum, yeah, exactly. Asylums and whatnot, all kinds of like uh, perverse experiments, just like all, all, some of that stuff yeah, that we, we watch in movies is not that far from the truth. That's correct. Um, and it's, you know, those are the kind of horror, horror stories, right? However, the need uh, for that type of institution didn't get a, go away just because we closed the doors. Right. Um, so I was at a recent conference, and the gentleman um, who was leading one of the breakout groups said that the knowledge in the mental health industry is that it takes 11 years from onset of symptoms to an actual diagnosis for the average person in the United States to get care. 11 years. So when we're talking about individuals who are going through um, severely profound mental illness, um, there's very little um, opportunity if you're not well-resourced to get care. So for those of us who are well-resourced and we have some cash and we have some uh, medical insurance that covers mental illness, although lots and lots of medical insurance companies do not cover uh, mental illness care, um, but for those of us who have resources, we can struggle through and find some care. For people who do not have resources, there is almost no um, there's no safety net. And so for individuals using um, shelter, typically they come out of a world of trauma. Much of it is adverse childhood experiences. And that type of experience doesn't just go away. Um, so no matter how resilient you are, you're literally, uh, there's lots of studies anymore that show that the brain is actually physically changed by adverse childhood experience. And um, so sometimes they end up in a scenario where they're no longer um, fitting the societal norms of uh, a house and a job and a car and, and that kind of thing. So that's what Cherry Street does is stand in the gap for individuals who uh, need someone to provide access, open a door, so to speak, to the opportunities that exist on the other side. Um, so that's a long answer to answer your question, <laughs> yes. which is um, about 37% of our guest population self-disclose that they have a diagnosed mental illness. The average thought is, uh, in the industry, is that typically you can double that self-disclosure number and you're closer to the reality. Yeah. So if you took 37% and doubled it, you'd be at, um, what, 74%. Yeah. And don't think I didn't hear what you said about we have a mental health institution system across the country. It's called prison. I, I heard that. And uh, yeah. I, uh, 
I don't disagree very much. It's uh, it's interesting that you put it that way. Um, I know we don't have much time left. I have a couple final questions, and then we'll get to the uh, to yeah, the to, to the seventy fifth birthday party that's going on this year. Um, one, yeah. I, I know you have some, uh, and you can just go through this quickly. I know you have some mental health assistance there, but in other, what are the other ways that the Life Revitalization Center lives up to its name when someone comes through your doors? Yeah, um, we try to provide everything from soup to nuts. So we like to think that, you know, we started out 75 years ago with a bowl of soup. Today, we, we still provide that soup, but we also provide everything else that it requires uh, for a person to become healthy and whole again. So uh, an individual that comes through the front door at Cherry Street may need shelter, and we still have sheltering services for anybody who needs to come, come and get a bed and a you know, shower and some clothes and that kind of thing. But in addition to that, you have the availability of uh, five of the largest mental health care providers right here on site at the Life Revitalization Center. We have two area community colleges teaching classes here. We have a um, computer lab, both on the second floor as well as our first floor. We have active tutoring going on every day. Um, We have case management on site. So that helps navigate the very, very complex world of social services. Uh, We have a branch of the public library upstairs, so you can access all of the resources that the public library has in Toledo, which we have a great public library system. And we have a temporary services agency on site. So if you need a temporary job to get you through until you get to the place you want to be, we've got that on site. And then in addition to all of those different services, we are partners with a basket full (laughs) of other folks who just come and go uh, depending on the day. So the Veterans Administration is here. uh, Lucas County Metropolitan Housing is here. um, Several cell phone providers are here. um, Any of the major healthcare uh, companies like um, Anthem Blue Cross Blue Shield and CareSource. All, all available to help individuals get to the resources that they need to get to to be able to walk forward and re-enter community as a whole person. Um, and that's really where our society benefits, is when a person who's here at Cherry Street is able to put some foundation under their feet again and have clarity in their mental health, uh, gain their physical health again, which we partner a lot with our local hospitals, um, St. Mercy's or uh, Mercy St. V's and um, Prometa, as well as uh, right across the street is the Neighborhood Health Association, and um, they have Mildred Bear Clinic specifically designed for people experiencing poverty. And um, so, you know, you, your mental health is under control, your physical health is under control. Um, and both of those two things have a tendency, if they're out of control, to lead to substance abuse. Uh, because you're self-medicating. Yeah. And so we get that substance abuse uh, under control with our mental health care partners. And then you start into some classes to get you a job that actually earns you a livable wage, um, which is really important because there's no reason to take people out of poverty and put them back into working mm-hmm. poverty. Yeah. That's no good, right? So sure. a livable wage here in Toledo is at least about $17 an hour. And um, so we do that. We, thus, all of our classes lead to jobs that make that much money. 
And then we work on reuniting people with the positive relationships in their life, which could be a faith community or it could be a primary care physician or reunified with their families, or it could be all three um, or and many, many more. Uh, so that's what you get here at the Life Revitalization Center, kind of the whole gamut of all the spokes on the wheel that allows you to have a whole life. I encourage people to also dig into the phrase that you slipped in there of working poverty because you're not wrong. Um, thank yeah, you. Thank yeah. you for your, uh, your community mindedness, your leadership, your vision, your compassion, um, and doing all this. It's an important year, 75 years. Um, I know there's some mm-hmm. things lined up the rest of the year. I encourage people to visit the website. Something about an e-recipe book caught my attention. Uh, but uh, on, <laughs> the, on the 25th, with some people, it might be after that. Are you looking forward to uh, what about Bruno? Or we don't talk about Bruno in your presentation. Oh, I am so sorry, but I don't know about Bruno. Okay, so... What are we talking about? Okay, so mo- you're, are you presenting at Movie Night at Prometica? Oh, we did that um, on Saturday. Oh. Yeah, oh, on Canto. Gotcha. Okay. The, da- the, the date on the website says June 25th. <laughs> so sorry. It was June 25th, and Prometica moved all the dates back. Got it. One week. So we did that on uh, this last Saturday, two uh, two days ago. Got it. So ProMedica, we were their kickoff um, uh, sponsor for their family movie night and uh, was Encanto. And, uh, yeah, we had a great uh, par- uh, participation. They estimated about 450 people down on the lawn at, at ProMedica, or Pro, um, Promenade Park. And uh, great fun, lots of family um, participation and games and ice cream truck, the whole good nine yards. Got a chance to talk to kids a little bit about who is your neighbor. Uh, Because no matter where you live, everyone that you get to encounter is your neighbor. And so uh, we had that conversation with the kiddos, uh, trying to always remember that in our community, Uh, And your community can go as large as you like, right? Toledo, Ohio, the United States, the world, whatever your community idea is, that we are called out to be kind to one another because we all have way more in common than we have separating us. Absolutely. So that was a fun, that was a fun evening. Good. They could have used you on Friday night when Common couldn't get here. You could have gone back up. I uh... heard. What a bummer. Here, here's the nugget. So many people thought it was a, it was a ticket sales issue. I'm like, and then hopefully people saw news over the weekend, like thousands and thousands of flights were canceled. But uh, it would have been something if they're like, we can't have Common, but Anne's back up here, and she was great with the kids, and you're gonna love her. The, there's food trucks and beer. Anne's up here. She knows a couple of jokes. She's got some got yeah. some gentlemen from the mission. Here we go. You know, so there hey. we go. I would have loved it. <laughs> Thank you so much for the time. Um, where is the best place sure, to direct bet. people to get Ooh, more information? I am so sorry. What? Are we there? You good? Yep. You still there? Yeah, yeah I'm here. Uh, where's the best okay. place to send people for more information? Maybe they want to help out. Maybe they want to volunteer, contribute, yeah. or maybe pass along some information to somebody else who could be at a tipping point and might need you at some point. Yeah, um, absolutely. If you have somebody in your life that... Um, you feel would benefit from getting connected to Cherry Street. Um, you can do three different things. Uh, you can just come and walk through our front door 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. We are open and we are, our arms are open to those who need those services. 
Um, so you never have to look any further than one of our front doors. Um, or you can go to our website, and that's cherrystreetmission.org, and that has tons of great information, particularly if you're looking for a volunteer or partnership opportunity with Cherry Street. There are tabs at the top of the website, and you just click on one of those, and there's videos and all sorts of neat things that you can access there. And then uh, thirdly, you can always give us a jingle. Uh, again, we're open 24 hours a day. So if you give our phone line a call, uh, 214-3007, um, somebody will answer or you work through the um, phone tree and somebody will be there on the other end uh, to answer your questions. Uh, we want to be always available for anyone who's looking for services. I appreciate the time. Yours is valuable. And again, thank you for all that you do in our community and the people that you help. I wish I had time to sit here and have you throw a bunch of success stories at me. That'll be part two Uh of the podcast. I love it. Yeah, I would love it. Anytime that you want some success stories, give us a call again. Will do. All right, Ann, you take care. Thank you so much. Thanks, Eric. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.